Music is an integral part of the tradition and ceremony that run deep in U.S. Navy history. Today, on A History of the Navy in 100 Objects, we are looking at the memorabilia from one of the most famous U.S. Navy musicians, Lieutenant Charles Zimmerman. Most notably, Lieutenant Zimmerman was the bandmaster of the U.S. Naval Academy Band and composed the march Anchors Away. Lieutenant Zimmerman was a graduate of the Peabody Conservatory in Baltimore and was selected as bandmaster in 1887 at the age of 26. His father, also Charles Zimmerman, had played in the band during the Civil War years. From U.S. Navy Archives, Early in his career, Lieutenant Zimmerman started the practice of composing a march for each graduating class. By 1892, Zimmy, as he was affectionately known by the midshipmen, became so popular that he was presented with a gold medal by that year's class. More gold medals followed as Zimmerman wrote a march for each succeeding class. In 1906, Lieutenant Zimmerman was approached by midshipman first class Alfred Miles with a request for a new march. As a member of the class of 1907, Miles and his classmates were eager to have a piece of music that would be inspiring, one with a swing to it so it could be used as a football marching song and one that would live forever. Supposedly, with the two men seated at the Naval Academy Chapel organ, Zimmerman composed the tune and Miles set the title and wrote the first two stanzas in November of 1906. This march, Anchors Away, was subsequently dedicated to the Academy Class of 1907 and adopted as the official song of the U.S. Navy. The title, Anchors Away, came from an expression meaning that the ship's hoisted anchor had just cleared the sea's bottom and, by implication, the voyage was underway. Music is an important part of life at the U.S. Naval Academy and in the bigger U.S. Navy. Director of Musical Activities at USNA, Dr. Aaron Smith, shares his take on the importance of music in the military. Just like a Blue Angel performance, music is a vehicle that brings the Navy to the general public. Um, it, it is a common language that works in a global approach, uh, not only throughout this country, but around the world. Uh, we have fleet bands, we have performances uh, that are arranged through the State Department, uh, through embassies, through fleet uh, commanders as a way to bridge the gap between the military and the civilian public. Lieutenant Commander Stephen Trzinski, the former bandmaster for the U.S. Naval Academy Band, shares his thoughts on the significance of the Navy bands. Yeah, as a as a Navy musician, um, essentially, I, I feel like we're the guardians of naval tradition uh, in what we do at Navy ceremonies, like change of commands or welcoming a ship back from deployment, standing on the pier playing. And uh, through the years, uh, you know, I've been in for 26 years. Uh, I feel like I've experienced naval history on a personal level, uh, especially playing at retirement ceremonies where a, a sailor is retiring after 30 years of service and you hear firsthand, you know, what, what, what has been going on in the Navy. Uh, and you, you see the family sitting there knowing that, you know, uh, you know they were probably separated for 50, at least 15 of those 30 years. 
So, uh, you know, that's a really important and a rewarding facet of what we do um, in our mission to represent the Navy uh, in the, here in the United States. Uh, we take, you know, there's not a lot of Navy in Idaho, uh, so uh, we show up in our Navy uniforms, and uh, in, in a lot of cases, we're the first or the only contact you know, American citizens have with the Navy. It's a huge responsibility to, to tell the story, you know, of our sailors that are deployed all over the world through music. In the 1916 Lucky Bag, the Naval Academy yearbook, the class prepared a surprise for Lieutenant Zimmerman. On page one was an impressive photo of the bandmaster in his full dress uniform, and on the next, a moving tribute to his devotion to the Naval Academy. Unfortunately, Lieutenant Zimmerman did not live to enjoy this tribute. He became ill and died suddenly on Sunday morning, January 16, 1916, of a brain hemorrhage. He was 54 years old. He was given a full military funeral, with midshipmen serving as pallbearers, and classes were suspended so the entire regiment could attend when he was buried at St. Mary's Cemetery on January 19, 1916. Later, his body was moved to the Naval Academy Cemetery where a granite monument, a gift from the classes of 1916 and 1917, was erected by his midshipman friends. To catch a performance of the U.S. Naval Academy Band, check out their website. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of A History of the Navy in 100 Objects.